here. And, folks, if you're looking for a great show, you're saying, I don't know what show to listen to. Stop listening to Fox News and start listening to Patriot Strong Podcast. Stop listening to fake media and Newsweek and Newsmax and start listening to the Patriot Strong Podcast. Make it your daily mission to listen to this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you so much, Courtney. Have a great day. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning back into this episode of Patriot Strong. I am here with Stu. He is going to give you a rundown and introduce you guys to this really great nonprofit that serves military servicemen, veterans, first responders, first responders. And um, thank you so much for sitting down and taking the time. I know this has been an ongoing thing. You guys are so booked and you're doing so many things. And I'm so grateful for your time. And thank you for what you're doing because it does mean a lot. Well, thank you for having me on. Uh, we love to do this kind of thing. And and uh, it just help, helps us to get the word out and hopefully get more men involved and through our program. So thank you. And for my audience, can you just kind of give... A short little background of who you are, how you got involved, what your nonprofit is, and just, you know, all the things. Yeah, so uh, you already said my name's Stu. I'm the founder and president of the Guild Men's Fellowship. Um, Father, husband, I um, am involved in law enforcement, have a, uh, a good job working as a detective and a quick reaction force team member. It's, it's a fun, fun gig. Uh, and I think through that process, we realized that, you know, men in general need resources and resources that go beyond like, um, okay, you survived a mental health crisis or something like that. So what our group does is we're like a peer support network. We offer training, education programs, et cetera. And we work with what we call men of service which primarily means any man that is wanting to serve something bigger than himself. However, due to the proximity of a lot of our leadership being, you know, first responder, military, uh, prior or present, we get a lot of first responder and military guys that come through. And what we're most proud of is we take all of our lessons and what we're working towards, we take all these lessons and then we, we offer them to agencies and organizations, um, and we're able to then use those funds to fund our operations. So these men who normally, I mean, I'm sure you you know plenty of military and first responder guys, you know, they may need help, but they're not going to take from the people they care about right. dinner table to get it done. So we're able to give critical information and and stuff to these guys in our program called stations without ever costing them anything. So besides their dedication. You know, and it is so important for there to be a source or an outreach because, you know, men are men and they don't like asking for help or they don't like going and like letting themselves be vulnerable. I think for the most part, everybody is different, but I think overall, they don't want to admit that they need help or that they need, you know, whatever it may be. And for your nonprofit to be there and to be a source for them. You know, that's great, especially, like you said, military and first responders. There's such a huge transition period for military, you know, from soldier to civilian. And, you know, uh, just having that support and that outreach there for them, I think it, it does wonders for, for military, especially. Yeah, I think so. I mean, and, you know, 
we say this all the time to people. One of the exercises we do is an acronym because we all know guys love acronyms. <laughs> but uh, we have a, an exercise we call YANU. It stands for You Are Not Unique. And the idea behind it is to show that all of us are suffering different things in the same way. Right. And so we, we get a lot of common threads. Uh, and one of the most powerful moments in our exercises uh, of that exercise, um, one of our cohorts, we had a room of about 13 participants in the program. We we're all sitting around in this circle. And we're running Yanu. And uh, the idea is somebody says something. And if you relate to it, you put your hand up, you know, so we typically will get the, you know, drinking issues or the different things. Well, in this particular exercise, one of the men said, I have suicidal ideation. And a room of 13 participants raised their hands and we were just like, wow. You know, and that's when we knew, you know, God has put us in this room for a purpose with meaning, with intention. And uh, we, we paused the evolution and said, okay, we're gonna have to have a conversation here. And we did for a good solid hour. We talked through that. And, you know, a lot of those guys today, um, it feels very anti-humble to say, and I don't mean it like braggadociously. However, you know, when you have people come up to you or your leadership and say, you know, you guys saved my life. That's where I realized that the work that we're doing, you know, the wage of failure to the work we're doing is death. And that's yeah. a little intense for people, but that is the honest to God truth. You know, so we so we're committed. We got a good good group of leadership that are committed, and and we're just going to keep going. Hopefully, the goal is to be able to get this thing fully funded to where it becomes uh, multiple people's full time jobs, and we're just out there helping and serving. We're gonna we're opening a women's division. Uh, we got meetings for that as well. Um, we just need the the right female facilitators because. Lord knows I got no business telling a woman anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, um, what is your nonprofit called and when was it first started and how did you guys come up with this idea to start even something like this? Um, so it's called the Guild Men's Fellowship. Um, we are a Missouri nonprofit at this time and working on our federal. Um, we started and officially started in 2019. Um, I suppose the real 2016 is, is when it started getting like pieced together. Um, but the real body of work, I think, comes from my own personal life. You know, I had moved across the country to open a tattoo shop. Uh, that's what I did prior to getting out of law enforcement in my 30s. And uh, I just found myself at one point just very unhappy drinking too much alcohol, not really knowing my values. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a 9, 11, 18 year old. So I watched friends go while I stayed behind to, you know, to drink and party and playing bands and stuff, you know, which now as a 40 year old man, I look back and I'm like, the guilt over that is kind of silly. However, I always felt like service was important and I just never answered it. And that call, we call it the war drum. The war drum's beating in your chest over and over again, and you can ignore it, but eventually it catches up. Eventually, when you know you're called to do something and you try to ignore it, it will catch up. And for me, it demonstrated uh, in the way of finding myself living in a tattoo shop 
uh, showering in a janitor sink and consuming near a gallon of alcohol every night, you know, and when I realized it was time for a change, um, I think that service mindset, knowing I had, I had abandoned service, um, made me think, okay, I gotta, I gotta figure it out. I gotta put some plans and information together. And then when I figure it out, I'm going to share that. And, and, uh, you know, somewhere along that, I just started having that spiritual connection again and really feeling like, feeling like God was speaking in my soul, you know, and, um, and, and I just couldn't ignore it. So I just one foot in front of the other and, here we are now in, in 2023, and we've we've had, uh, at this point, close to 40 men through the program. Um, we're expanding it. Next year, we're getting ready to add days to it and do like a week-long, uh, near a week-long thing with, with leadership training prior and and uh, just, just getting more and more expansive. That's so amazing. You know, just the the stories that you said before, like, you know, how many people have these suicidal thoughts. It's something that we don't really think about on a day-to-day, but people are suffering every single day. And especially, you know, military and first responders, because this is like your main focus. And I understand that there are other men out there as well. But, you know, these people, they dedicate so much time and they do so much and they see so much. And then like coming back, and uh, trying to get back into the swing of a normal life, it, it's too much. You know, like they have the PSTD and all of these things that impact them. And, you know, as a society, like people, society looks at men to be strong, to not have, uh, you know, those weaknesses, but that's not the case. You know, everybody is human and everybody has their weaknesses and their faults and what makes them you know just like on the on the tipping edge and I'm so grateful that there's a program out there for men to go to because it is so important you know mental health is something that's often um not ignored but like looked down upon if you need therapy or if you need this or that then you're you're like not like you're supposed to be and you know that's not true everybody needs help sometimes so I'm so grateful that you have started something that you share your story and that you can personally relate to, you know, all these men that are out there that need help and don't know where to start to go. Yeah. And, you know, speaking to that, it is, it is true that a lot of men feel like asking for help is weakness and, and whatnot. And I think there's two, two ways that we empower guys that feel that way. You know, one of the things is if if you go to the gym, right? Um, I'm a jujitsu guy. I love jujitsu. You go to you go to the mats. Um, it doesn't matter. I can take some time off. I can go back to the gym. I'm still in the same position as everyone else there. And what I mean by that is, you know, on the day on day one to to now, years later, nothing has changed. Right. In the sense of how my body responds to hard work. I go there and I sweat. The guy wearing the black belt teaching the class, sweating. The guy on his first day, sweating. The guy that's too overweight and thought he couldn't do the class but did it anyway, sweating. Everybody's sweating. You know, we're all suffering different things the same ways. 
And so the second part of how we empower guys is once you realize like it doesn't matter, you're going to sweat no matter where, from what place you're working from, it's going to happen. Right. The other side is getting to understand that we're not, we're not fixing you. That's not what we're here to do. We're collecting you as an asset because something you're thinking, feeling, experience, et cetera, will strengthen someone else. Yeah. And so on the days that you feel too weak to do it for yourself, you do it for somebody else. Like you would have when you were at war, like you would have when you were on scene. Right. Or like you still are doing in whatever situation, your families, whatever you feel weak, too weak to help yourself, you help others. And when you feel too weak to help others, you help yourself. And and that's how that's how our network works. Wow. I like that. I've never heard, you know, it's spoken exactly like that, but that makes so much sense. And that means so much. Um, now, in the beginning, you said that you guys are based in Missouri. Is that correct? Yep. Are you, are there any plans of making this, you said nationwide, but do you have like beginnings of any other chapters in any other states right now, or is it solely in Missouri? Yeah. So we have a couple of members um, from different states. I think we've had about five states represented. Um, we do a lot of our work online. We're actually getting ready to schedule our next round of online meetings for fellowship. Uh, we have some in-person and then, of course, we have our program. And what we tell guys, if they're out of town, um, we'll tell them, hey, as long as we got three or four guys to go and we can we can make it work, um, we'll come to you and hold the event. And then once we have, you know, let's say somebody in, in Texas or something said, hey, I want to do a station. We get down there. We, we do it down there for them. We can teach them to cadre to where when we come back, they can help lead it and run it and we can start getting those those going um we tend to do everything organic and what i mean by that is we don't we we're not heavy on selling to the men we, we need to to do more selling to businesses and people that will actually pay us for the lessons so that we can provide this at no cost to the guys but when it comes to the guys attending we really try to put it out there and when they're ready they'll come you know and um I, where I'm going with that is like when that day comes where somebody's like, Hey, I want to get this thing started over here. Then, then we will pursue that and make that happen because there's a need, right? you know? And for any of my audience listening, where can people find you or where are you on social media? You know, if there's somebody listening that thinks that they can benefit from your program, where can people reach out to you, to your team to get started in that? So um, you can go to the guild, or I'm sorry, <laughs> guildfellowship.com is the website, um, guildfellowship.com, or you can find on Facebook, it's just the Guild Men's Fellowship. Uh, you can find it there. There's a private Facebook group you can add from the website. Uh, and that's just called supporters of the guild. And that's just a place where people will occasionally share or will put information up or, or whatever. Um, but yeah, those are the three primaries. And then if you wanted to send us an email, um, you can send it to info at uh, guildfellowship.com. Okay, you guys, I'll put all of that information up on the screen right now. If you or anybody that you know could benefit from a program like this, from a, uh, you know, just a, a 
community of men helping men because it is so important men need to feel included and not like they need to be the strong one all the time um, I'll put that all up right on the screen right now. Stu, is there any other closing words or anything else that you think that my audience would benefit from knowing? Um, you know, as far as the group goes, I guess just a couple of things. One, just give yourself the opportunities to to explore options of other ways, you know, like like I said, the guild is, is not fixing men. We're collecting assets. So sometimes people are thrown off. They're like, oh, I don't need the mental health help. I'm doing okay mentally and whatnot. Um, and yet the thing is, is if you're in a good place, then other, other people need you. So right. whether it be the guild or something else, get involved. Um, you know, when something is scheduled, when, when there's an opportunity to attend something, say yes. Right. We all know you're going to have to, you're going to have to work with your boss. You're going to have to you know, um, try to knock that out and, uh, you know, ask for those days off or whatever, but I promise you it will happen and you will come out stronger on the other side. The, the last little bit of information I want to give is just more a, a man to man, you know, uh, conversation. And, and that is this, I fully believe with, with the core, the essence of my core being that it is impossible for you to work in any field of high stress, seeing the things that, that are sometimes seen, experiencing the things that are sometimes experienced, and escape scot-free. What I'm not saying is that every person leaves like just, you know, a, a shell of a man or woman or whatever. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying, though, is there is something there that you probably need to deal with and probably need to testify on so that someone else can deal with theirs. And we, we're in a day and age where we really have to stop ignoring that problem. Yes. We have lost way too many people, right? We have pretended that exploiting vulnerability is, is weakness, that, it's, that it somehow makes you a lesser of a man. And again, another gym analogy you don't go into the gym, you know, wanting to, to bench 250 and go in there and pretend like you already do. You've got to okay. acknowledge where you're at. So, so, you know, brothers, sisters, I'm telling you, please be responsible and, and honest with your point A. And there are people out there like our group, um, like yourself with this podcast that are willing and able and wanting to help you get to point, point B. And all you got to do is say yes. Please do. You guys, I hope that you've enjoyed all of this information and you can share this with somebody who, if again, if you're listening to it, that you will benefit from, or if you have somebody in your life that would benefit from it, please share it with them. This is so important. Stu, hang around for just a couple minutes after we close. Um, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, subscribe, follow, comment. Again, I'll put all of this stuff all of the links up on the screen right now so you guys can reach out um, if you feel that this is, you know, connecting with you. Um, and I will see you guys in the next episode. God bless you. God bless this country. And together we're Patriots Strong. Bye, guys. Thank you.